0: Welcome to Kick back, with Chris. Kick back With Chris, the Martial Arts Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Kick Back With Chris. hope you're all well. hope you're all settling into the... Uh, the autumn term now with your school if you're training or teaching or whatever it is you have going on out there. Um, lots going on in my school as always so it's, uh, it's a fun fun time of the year with all the activities and half term breaks and all the, all the usual stuff going on. Um, so this week we're going to be joined a little bit later on by uh, Lucci who is the uh, organiser of the Kaizen Martial Arts Show. We've actually had him on before on one of our earlier episodes. On the subject of episodes this is actually episode number 20. Um, which has come around super, super quick, and um, I was actually chatting to my wife with about this the other day and she's not, to be fair, she doesn't really listen to the podcast, it's, martial arts isn't her thing, um, I think she just equates martial arts to being the thing that keeps me away from home a lot, so the, the, the last thing she wants to do is listen to more martial arts talk on a podcast, but no I was chatting with her about it, and, and even she was surprised when I said, you "No, know, it's 20 episodes already, and um, they you know, got to say a big thanks obviously to, to everybody out there that's supported and got involved in various levels from sending in articles, obviously all the guests that we've had on and future guests that we've got coming up as well in the not too distant future. Um, so starting off as always, what we always like to do is to go through um, things that have been going off. Of- on social media but with a with an extra element now because as many of you will be aware uh, this last week or so i set up a facebook group now the facebook group itself is called podcast martial arts event promotion and the reason that i set this up was well basically previously what i've been doing is sort of trolling the internet for news now despite the fact that i've been saying to people if you've got events if you've got things going on you know let me know and i'll mention it for you but You know, us martial artists as a whole, we're a little bit slow in the uptake, usually, without a bit of prompting and poking. So what I thought I'd do, which I'm really glad I did because it's worked really well, is set up this martial arts uh, podcast event promotion group so that um, anybody with anything going on, all you have to do is just post the link on there. And it works in two ways, which is really cool, because obviously, um, I'm assuming unless they're a bit strange the majority of the people that are on that group are interested in martial arts so not only are they going to be able to read what you post but then i can then read it out on the podcast which is what i'm going to do now so it works in two ways works really well so if you're listening to this and you're interested in getting some free promotion because who doesn't like free and whilst it's free you know obviously i will say as the podcast picks up in numbers and, and the situation changes. This might not be something that I'm going to be throwing out for free constantly. So, you know, um, make the most of it now whilst it's free. Uh, so, the first thing we've got posted, which is actually quite cool, is actually the details for Ka- Kaiser Martial Arts Expo uh, 2019, uh, which I'm not going to go into now in great detail because um, obviously Luchi is going to be on talking about it a little bit later on. Uh, but the link is on there. So, if you want to go and check it out, you can go straight onto the link. What I'll actually do is post a link to this Facebook group from the actual podcast group on Facebook as well so that you can find it a little bit easier as well. Um, the next one we've got coming up is Mr Neil Kirkland who's posted, who's actually been on the show in a previous previous episode. Um, he's posted a link to the uh, Cornerstone seminar um, which is on Saturday the 24th of November at 12pm. Um, now, uh, I'm just going to actually, where's it? Where's it say? It's tr- Trumpington Sport. That sounds like an amazing place. Trumpington Sport. I'm just going to go and click on the event now and see um, what's what for that. Um, now, the details on there, let's just say, um, our details are where all the instructors who support and advisors come together to show what they do best. Uh, the many facets of martial arts all under one roof. And- and of course completely inclusive which is the really important part there it's £25 per person for five hours training with some of the best instructors in the country and um, so you go in go on there and check it out there I'm just trying to look to see if there's any more details on there obviously I've mentioned the date which is on November 24th and um, but I would say probably go on the Facebook group um, have a chat with Neil and I'm sure you'll get more information to you about the people involved and that sort of thing um, and then next one, which I think we've actually mentioned this one, but I'll give it another plug anyway. So we've got the Shikon Tai Chi coaching program. Mr. Steve Rose posted this one. Um, and then I'm just going to read out the information on here. So uh, this one day a month for 10 months intensive course will be taught personally by Steve Rowe, 9th Dan, an internationally renowned Tai Chi teacher, chairman and founder of both the Martial Arts Standards Agency, the Shikon Martial Arts International. Uh, it is designed to certificate and give Tai Chi coaches The ability to teach Tai Chi and run and administer uh, a club to gold standard level. Participants will be registered with the... Have I started reading something? It's going to be, yeah, I've just clicked on more and it's huge. Right, I'll stop there, right? (laughs) Because this is an epic post. I'm not going to go through it all. But the long and short of it is, is if you're interested, uh, get in touch with Steve on Facebook, um, or his phone number is 07545232221. There, you see, I've just learned a valuable lesson. Don't start reading something until you've checked how long the post is, because that's a massive post. I'm not reading all that out. As much as I think Steve's cool, I ain't got time to read all that stuff. Um, Now, the next post, actually fun enough, is from Steve again. Um, It's a broadsword seminar in Chatham. It's on the of November 11am to 2pm so it's a broadsword seminar it says everyone welcome Um, the seminar is with Steve himself so it's uh, 30, 30 to 20 pound dojo members I'm guessing that's 30 pound if you're not a member and 20 pound if you are a member but as I say the poster is in the group you can go check that one out and the next one coming up is, this is one I've given several plugs to, but I'm, I'm going to give another one because, you know, you might be listening to this as your first podcast and not seen the, the, or heard the previous ones. So on Sunday, October 28th, which is this coming weekend, um, there's the Defendo and UK Military Deployment Restraint Workshop, which is really hard to say. Um, this is an event with uh, two Steves that I know really well, so Steve Smith and Steve Timpley. Um, It'll be a really good day, definitely. I mean, I've, I've been to the workshops with both these guys and they're, they're always excellently uh, presented. Um, so 12.30 to 4.30 this Sunday. It's in Catterick at Steve's, Steve Smith's gym. I must be careful to make sure that I say which Steve. Um, at the Progressive Martial Arts Academy, um, Forbes Court, Walkerville Industrial Estates, Colburn Catrick Garrison and the post goes DL94XD. Um get in touch with Steve on Facebook, or you can email info at progressivemartialarts.co.uk. The next one, and oh no, this the penultimate one. Penultimate one. and um, is and from John, Mr. John McNally, who we've also had on the show in a previous episode talking about the ITC, the International Taekwondo Council, and all the great work that they do. Um, this one is a. Let me see if it's a. Oh, all right, hang on. I'm going to try and get this one right because I'm going to get the details wrong otherwise. Um, International Taekwondo Council Kuberton Seminar with Mr. John Manali on the 18th of November, uh, 10 a.m. till 12 p.m. at Sutton Coldfield Grammar School for Girls. Um, there's, there's all the information on there, as they say. Go, go check it out. Uh, it's on the Facebook group. And the final one. Which is another event. Um, this one is the Southwest Martial Arts and Wellbeing. I'm gonna get this one right as its show. I'm gonna have to click on the link to check. I don't wanna say it wrong. Southwest Martial Arts and Wellbeing Show 2019. Um, tickets are twenty pounds for sixteen plus fifteen pounds for children, so that's four to sixteen. Family tickets: two adults and two children, sixty quid. Um, and it, there's, they're going to be doing workshops and all that sort of thing. I need to actually have a chat with them about this um, just to see what's what. Uh, but it's um, obviously in the southwest. Uh, the majority of uh, things that go on, obviously, other than the events that are sometimes in London, um, they tend to be north, which is great for me um but it's really bad for everybody else at the other end of the country and um, so this one is a uh, southwest based so um i'm gonna double check to see if i can find where it is because it doesn't say on this top post here oh in bristol so the Booper health center in oh no no that's somebody that's supporting it but i would guess that they are based in bristol if somebody is sponsoring them from bristol so um, the I'll be honest. The it just says oh yeah here we go. The show will be the show is being held in Bristol. Uh, easy access to South Wales, the South London, etc. etc. Um, they need to actually update their Facebook group a bit to be a bit more clear because I had to search for that one. But if you're listening guys, update your Facebook group with more details. I had to search back to a post in July to find that then. So. Anyway, moving on now that we've got all that out of the way. So that worked pretty well. I'm glad that worked as well. So if you're interested in getting your stuff mentioned in that opening section, get in touch. Um so moving on now to our talking point for this week. Um, now this one is gonna be one that is perhaps gonna prompt a little bit of um, I'm not gonna say backlash. Um it might um interaction. We'll say we'll use a positive, we'll use a positive word, interaction. Um it's something that comes up in conversation quite a lot across social media and um, when meeting up with other instructors at events and that sort of thing. And lots of people have very different differing opinions on this one, very strong differing opinions on this one. And I just wanted to weigh in really with my, my opinion on it and, you know, uh, I'm trying to... St- it's difficult because obviously I need to try and stay unbiased in certain respects but obviously I am going to have an opinion on this as an instructor and a martial artist but it's the the, the tricky subject or not tricky depending on how you sit on this um, of uh, non-contact based sort of combat martial arts, if that makes sense. Now, I say that because, obviously, I'm I'm not naive to the fact that there are arts out there that are practiced in a uh, non-contact manner, okay? Two very different ones at very extreme uh, ends of the, the spectrum. You know, you have systems like Tai Chi, which, yes, I know, before anybody jumps down my throat, I know some people do practice there's sort of more uh, contact based practical elements of it but I think it's fair to say to a wider audience Tai Chi is probably seen as being a non-contact more gentle art um, for people to practice and then at the total opposite end which again <laughs> we've already talked about this before I think it was on episode two um you have you've got sort of your tricking and your m- more performance based martial arts um, and for argument's sake, aren't contact based unless you throw yourself at the floor in a ridiculous manner, which I have done plenty of times over the years. But no, joking aside, obviously they're not a contact based art. Um, it, it's purely for performance, which I know some people don't like, but that's a different subject altogether. Um, so, what, what, what? The reason why I wanted to discuss this one is I've had to, I've had a little bit of experience with this as an instructor with. M- people that have come to us from from schools which practice non-contact-based martial arts. And the reason I have a little bit of an issue with it is, and again, before I go on to this, I do want to say that I understand that there is, with martial arts, there is something out there for everybody. And I do respect that different people have different needs from their training, but I think sometimes the way that the 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 systems are promoted or um advertised it starts getting a little bit iffy you know when when it's promoted as a sort of a practical non-contact art. It's, it it and they go well we, you know we practice self defense but you know anyway i've had some experience with these some people that have come from these systems and they they come to they've come to us as like you know very yeah, they're, they're quite high grades within their system, and you know they they arrive at the school and they're super keen. They want to put sparring kit on and they want to get stuck in, and they get a massive shock. And I, it it always it's always puzzled me how you, you know you can have say a a, a, a Korean based art or a, a Japanese art like like a, like a sort of a taekwondo or karate derivative, and and promote it as being non contact because martial arts in their very nature are contact based and a large part of being able to understand how to in my opinion and how in how to be able to apply the techniques that we practice is to understand how to take a hit and to obviously deliver a hit and if you don't have any experience of that two, of those two things how can you effectively use your arts, the the things that you're practicing i I kind of like to equate it to like let's for example say for example you know uh, i've had um in the past we've had senior grades and dan grades black belts even come to us in in from non-contact martial arts background non-contact karate non-contact whatever they you know you want to call it and it is i kind of equate it to being that's a high level you know black belt is a high level you know well that's subjective, I know, to a lot of people. But anyway, it, you know, it's it's like having an Olympic-level swimmer that's never got in the water, you know? They can say, oh, but, you know, I've pra- look at this, and they demonstrate this amazing front crawl technique or, you know, butterfly technique or whatever. But the fact of the matter is they've never got wet before. They've never actually got in the water, but they've practised to an Olympic-level technique. They're swimming. Now, How how can you... How can you have a black belt in a martial art where you've never been hit and you've never hit anybody else? It doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem to make sense in my head. Now, do I understand why these systems exist? Absolutely, 100% I do. Because I remember as a child being utterly petrified at the thought of getting kicked in the face, punched in the face... Anything along those lines, you know, and so I kind of I I understand why it's there. I understand why it's there, but at the same time, it, it I can't help but feel that It's a little bit wrong because you know now I I I enjoy I enjoy my sparring and I love getting involved and it's it's you know I, we have a sparring session at the end of the week on a Friday and and, and Saturday morning now, and I and I look forward to that so so much. Because of the experiences I had as a child and because, you know, I I was lucky enough to have an instructor that was tough enough to say, no, you know, you've got to do this as part of your training. And he helped me to understand, and I've talked about this before in previous episodes, you know, he helped me to understand the importance of getting over that mental hurdle of worrying about being hit. Otherwise, I would have it there for the rest of my life. And it's not to say that I enjoy getting kicked in the face anymore, but I do... I don't have a worry or a fear about it there anymore, an unrational level of fear that I had as a child. And I think, you know, enabling people to get to, say, downgrade levels in martial arts and having never been hit before, or unless it's been accidental, or hit anybody else, it's, it's setting people up for a massive... ...a massive fail, should we say, or fall... ...if they end up in a situation where they have to defend themselves. Now, again, I, I know this is, a, this is an opening up another kind of worms, potentially... ...in that some people will argue that, you know, if you're practicing a sport martial art... ...you know, kickboxing, blah, blah, blah... ...you're not actually practicing self-defense, which I kind of understand. But at the same time, if you're actively engaging in hitting people and getting hit... ...you do have an appreciation for it, the distance and timing... And, ...and also, just the plain simple fact of getting hit... You know, um, it, it's it's in there. So you know, you, there is going to be some sort of mental, uh, uh, some processing, both physically and mentally and emotionally, going on that will enable you to be in a p- better position in a in a self defense situation, at least more so than having practiced for four and a half five years, moving around a room, hitting pads, and never actually hitting anybody or getting hit by anybody. So. Maybe you have a different opinion on this one, and I do appreciate that You know, different people will feel different ways about this. Maybe you practice a non-contact based art. Maybe you teach one. If you do, you'd be welcome to come on the show and ch- and have a chat with me. And look, I'm not going to get anybody or jump down anybody's throat about this one. I would be open to the, the idea of talking about it and discussing it more. But, you know, that, that again, that's just my, my standpoint, my, my sort of feelings on it. Maybe you can change them. That would be cool if you would be interested in getting involved and, um, and maybe potentially changing my mind on this one. But um, anyway, moving on. Um, so we're going to move on now to our uh, weekly, what I'm going to call it. Now, I started out calling this one a chit-chat with Matt, and it's really hard to say, and it does sound a bit strange. And then it suddenly dawned on me. We could just call it Matt Chat. Matt chat with Matthew Chapman. So that's what we're going to go to now. Enjoy, folks. Oh, get your notepads ready. It's a good one. You're listening to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. Okay, so it's that point in the show again where we're going to turn to Mr. Matt Chapman to impart us some expert knowledge on, on something martial arts. And the really cool thing about this is, guys, I don't know what we're going to talk about. So I'm learning as you guys are learning at the same time. So get your pen and paper ready. And let's get learning. How are you doing, Matt? Very good. Thank you, Chris. Fantastic. So what are we are going to talk about today? I'm excited.
1: Um, well, in the last one, we were talking about, we just kind of ended talking about USP, yep. uh, unique selling proposition, unique sales position, um, which I think is quite important for martial arts schools because it helps you attract the right type of students that you want to work with. So I thought we'd talk about that.
0: Excellent. Go on then. So where do we start with this one then?
1: Well, um, as you noted, like last week, there's a lot of competition in martial arts schools in many towns.
0: Yep.
1: Certain schools, you know, in direct competition, maybe teaching a similar style. So you've got to figure out how you can demonstrate to the general public why you are different, superior to the other martial arts schools in your local area so that they'll choose you.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and that's called your unique selling or sales proposition. It's what makes you unique as a school in your local area.
0: Okay. That's cool.
1: So um, here's a test for you.
0: Yeah, go, go. Go on then.
1: What would make you, what's your USP? What makes you different than the other schools in your area?
0: Uh wow. Okay. You, okay. <laughs> no, spot. no, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Um I would say our USP well originally our USP was we were the only full-time school. Right. There weren't any others. Yeah, um, so
1: professionalism, full-time, yeah. access to classes, yeah. blackboat coaches. Dedicated training spaces, you know, matted area, not out of church halls.
0: That's it. All of that stuff. Yep. And then I, I would say now more, more so now is it's a reputation for um, working with um, people with different life challenges. So we've got a lot. We've got built up a really good reputation locally, especially through the fighting for autism group. And um, we get a lot of people, a lot of referrals through you know, that side of things. That's sort of our unique, that's our USP now, um, which put, which is, which is great. It, it's, it, it's a really good positive thing for me and obviously for the, for the, for the school, but yep. it also, it's very, very positive image as well. It's a very, you know, it's, it, it's a, it's a nice thing for parents to be talking about in the playground. For a yes,
1: tench. of course. <laughs> and, um. It, do you use that in your advertising, marketing a lot?
0: Uh, we we use the logo, um, uh, you know, to obviously to let people know that we're, we're part of the cause. Um, yeah, and uh, we we don't really mention it per se, but we're definitely obviously the logo's on there, um, and it, and it's something that people always mention. Now, yes. generally speaking, the majority yes. of the time, that's one of the things that they mention when. So when in your rolling. town, you'd be known as that
1: that that school that would yeah. be able to help in yes. that situation. Yes. Well, that's perfect. That's a perfect USP so the listeners need to think what's what is unique about their school um as opposed to the other schools in their local area maybe they focus more on competition and they have a great competition team that have won loads of medals um maybe they focus more on kids and you know they have multiple kids classes on different levels maybe they uh, have a particular style that they focus on maybe yeah. they have, you know, a particular style that is attractive to the people but you definitely need to uh use your usp in your marketing so that people who are looking for what you offer will Mm -hmm. find it so my old school um we really focused on the fun element and the fact that i'm not particularly traditional and the school wasn't particularly traditional so there we we don't have formal names people just call call me matt during during the classes which is shocking to most martial arts instructors <laughs> but I didn't want to be sensei or see or anything like that I just like people call me Matt we're very relaxed about how we interact with the students it's more a family sort of it's more it's not family actually it's more like hanging out with a good group of friends yes it's not it's not formal it's relaxed it's friendly there's a bit of a joking and you know we still retain the respect but it's a, a, so we really did a lot of marketing on that kind of friendly, relaxed vibe. And guess what? We attract people who like that friendly, relaxed vibe. If you want a more traditional, more serious, more authoritarian school, we're not the place for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I generally don't get on with people like that anyway. So I prefer to hang out with and teach people who are a bit more relaxed and, and friendly. So that way you attract the type of students that you want to work with.
0: Excellent. And Which suppose,
1: makes your day-to-day life happier.
0: And I suppose if, I mean, there might be some people out there now that are listening to this going, I don't know what my USP is. I don't know mm. what it is. But you can survey your members, can't you? You could say, yeah. what is it about our school that you like? And if there is an yes. overwhelming response yes. to one particular area, you kind of think, that must be.
1: That That must be it, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And then you'd use that in all your marketing, so all your uh, website could include what your USP is and refer back to it and give examples of it and testimonials on it so that, you know, you get known in the local area as the place to go for that particular topic. Um, because otherwise people are going to choose a martial arts school based on maybe how the website looks or based on price, you know, so they'll try and go to, but if you have something that's unique in your whole area, um, they might choose you based on that rather than just on price, so that's why it's important.
0: Yeah, that is an important one because I've fallen for that, unfortunately, in the past. Um, gone, gone with the whole. Um, oh well, you should come to us because we're cheaper, and um, oh, yes. and then you, the the the. I should be careful because of, they might be listening. But <laughs> these sort of no, I'm not going to use names in particular. But you know, some of the people you they, they join and, you, and you're like, oh, what have I done here? Well, you're yeah,
1: <laughs> that's it. You're trying to. Um, we did that when we did like Groupon deals, mm. uh, you know, and people who on Groupon are looking for deals. They're kind of deal hunters. They're not really serious about like keeping with the training. They just want a quick deal. So they weren't right for our club, and it didn't work. And it created tension in me, and I didn't enjoy interacting with them. Mm. So therefore, you need to focus more on your USP and less on like trying to get people in and deals and prices and all that sort of stuff. Um, A lot of martial arts places focus on like the family feel that they get, you know, everyone looking after each other. Some are more about the competition. Some are more about focusing on developing kids. You just got to find what's unique and special about you and make sure you talk about it all the time in your social media. Talk, put it on your website all the time. Get it out there and get known as, oh, yeah, that place, even if it's the most professional place in, in in the town that you're in, you know, you run your academy most professionally. Classes start and finish on time. It's clean. It's tidy. Everything is organized. You know, people know when gradings are happening. You're just professional.
0: Mm-hmm. I like so it.
1: So any of those things work, but they just set you apart from the competition. That's what you want.
0: Absolutely. And, I mean, if anything, you're a prime example of that, I suppose, because if, you know, I, I would say that there's two things that people will most recognize you for immediately is one your online training with the, in your pad work yeah um, with the MIT master masterwork and two your online courses and teaching the uh, business side that, yes. this, that you're doing now I would say if you ask anybody in the martial arts it would be one of those two things that they'll go in and go well that yeah that's what he does um, exactly and um, so you've worked it well
1: yeah well that was my thing I, I, I thought about what Because I was, you know, uh, doing the teaching in classes and um, my school and I needed a bit of a challenge, a bit of a mental challenge and just to try something different. And I thought, what do I really love? Well, I really love pads, hitting pads, holding pads, and I really love sparring. So why don't I just do that? That's kind of like my two passions. So I did. (laughs) And when I first started out, like no one had ever heard of me because I was just like a little local club Mm -hmm. owner. But through creating a USP and just hammering it over and over and over and over and ramming it down people's necks, uh, yeah, now uh, people go, oh, you're the Mitmaster guy. So yeah.
0: that's the th- thing. That's the part that, I mean, I certainly do, if I'm honest, have a problem with a little bit getting over is um, I'm, 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 I'm very much like, oh, I posted on Facebook this morning. I can't post again this afternoon. That's too much. People are going to be annoyed with me. Um, ah. It's getting over oh, yeah. that, that hurdle of you can't, you can't really tell people enough, can you? <laughs> no, and
1: generally also you do realise that Facebook only shows like yeah. less than 3% of your posts to your your friends
0: yeah,
1: and your members in your groups. So you you could literally post the same post five or six times in, in the same day and like not everyone would see it. So it's worth doing and it's worth repeating and you generally want to be for your business posting on your, your business sort of four, five, six times a day, ideally.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: If you
0: can. As part of those 10 acts of marketing that we discussed a couple of weeks yes. ago. So,
1: yes. Yeah, but don't just do 10 Facebook posts. No.
0: <laughs>
1: 10 different you Facebook posts. Spread it out a little bit and mix it up a little bit. Don't cheat and do 10 <laughs> identical Facebook posts.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. That's brilliant. Nice <laughs> well, try. Yeah, thank you. Um, but um, no, seriously, thank you again for your time. Well, something that I keep forgetting to mention each week is anybody out there, if anybody has any questions, Please yeah. do send them in. That is that is a super important part of this. Is um, you know we want to be helping you guys out there that have got the questions. Cause if you're listening to this thinking, oh, I'd like some help with that or this or whatever, even if it's something that we've already discussed, drop us an email. Use the SpeakPipe function. That would be really cool if you could send us an audio recording because then we can reply to your audio recording. That'd be a really cool. cool thing to do. Yeah, that'd um, be good. Get some technology use going. Um, or if you just like to send emails and phone calls, then do that too as well. That's very cool. But no matter. Thanks for your time as always. Thank you. Have fun. And we'll, yeah, we'll speak again next time. Thank you. Cheers. Enjoy our podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate and review, kick back with Chris on iTunes today. So as always, a big thanks to Matt for his time again, um, showing his knowledge. I'm sure you will agree at any school owners, instructors out there. It's, um, it's, it's, it's quite often. It's one of those things that, you know, you, you don't always give these things any consideration until somebody gives you a poke to remind you how important it is that we, we think about this stuff. Um, so, you know, as go back, review that. And as with the previous weeks and, um, and think about how it can apply to you and how it can make you know help make changes in your school Um, and obviously as I mentioned at the end of the call do get in touch with your questions, you know. Um, I know we've been focusing primarily on the the business side of things this last couple of calls, um, but, you know, Matt's also happy to talk about training tips, anything, you know, along the lines of the courses that he runs. So if you've got any questions about those, send those in and we'll, we'll be happy to answer those um, during the podcast in the live recordings. Um, so just going back to a little bit earlier on when I was discussing uh, my thoughts on... Um, the, the you know more generally speaking, sort of more content based practical systems and more styles. I'm obviously I'm I'm being careful not to mention too many styles or or, or particular schools because obviously that's the last thing I want um, to do. And both of the you know the, the the people training in those systems and also and um, to any school owners as well. And um, but the the. the the podcast facebook group has well it's it's exploded in conversation and um, one of the things that i do do in the process of recording these episodes is i uh, you know I'll, I'll drop little hints in the in the facebook group as to what i'm going to be discussing and when i mentioned um i was maybe a little bit cheeky i was, I didn't i wasn't very very clear um, i sort of just used the tagline of you know uh, non contact martial arts good or bad question mark and it did fire off quite quite as as is always the case with martial artists uh, quite a heated Uh, debates and lots of people chiming in in with different ideas. Now obviously nobody that's commented on there has actually heard what I had to say Um, and obviously I did cover the the points you know with you know things like tai chi and uh, wushu and um you know, xma sort of you know performance martial arts stuff obviously that is non-contact but it isn't it isn't advertised as being or, or promoted as being a, a contact-based art you know uh, just to clarify again for any of the people listening now that were part of the conversation on the Facebook group or indeed uh, listen to what I said earlier on. My issue with this, really, uh, isn't that there that there's an existence of, Non-contact based martial arts. Absolutely, there will be some people out there that want to hit pads and have a workout. And we, you know, we we offer a um, fitness-based uh, kickboxing class. Absolutely, but the difference is, we don't advertise it as being uh, something that will help with self-defense, you know, or teach you effective martial arts. And that's where that's where the familiar line gets crossed when we see adverts for clubs that are non-contact based yet still claim they be to be some sort of a Effectiveness, you know, and then again, handing out grades in in that in what they're practicing. Again, I'm open to the idea of being convinced otherwise. So, you know, if you if if you teach a non non non-contact based system, or maybe you train in one, or have, and you know, you feel that there are merits to it that you that maybe I've missed get in touch with us via the website at kickbackpodcast.com um, obviously you can also go to the same website and use the speakpipe function, drop me a voicemail uh, get in touch on Facebook or, or whatever. Um, so now what we're going to do we're actually going to go to our um, interview for the week with uh, with Lucci from, from Kaizen um, and uh, I've been meaning to catch up with him for quite a while now actually, he was on the office, on the uh, podcast quite a while ago actually um, talking about the last show and um, just wanted to bring him on just to you know give you guys the chance to get up to date on what what's been going on with the show um why he's been quiet of recent and uh, yeah but just a just a good opportunity for a good wag and a catch-up so uh let's go to that interview and i'll be back with you guys on the other side
2: you're listening to kick back with chris the martial arts podcast brought to you by
0: www.onlinekicking.co.uk okay so joining us on the phone now we've got lucci um organizer extraordinaire of the kaizen show how are we doing sir Hello, Chris. How are you? I'm really good, thanks. I'm spinning good, all those man. plates as I always am, but we would not oh, yeah. do we would not do things <laughs> any different, would we?
2: No, no, not at all. So
0: how not are you keeping? It's been a while. We not spoke for a while. You've been uh, yeah, yeah. Quiet. I've
2: had, a, I've had a rest, mate. I've had a little rest <laughs> since um, since June and our last our last Kaizan show. Yeah. Um, I thought I'd just like you know spend time with family and just just sort myself out a bit, mate. You know and um, that's, it's fair needed to say it,
0: that, really. yeah, that's the side that us yeah. martial artists do tend to neglect don't we you know family and um time for yeah. ourselves you know absolutely it's a, it's a common theme that like i hear across across the industry that you know regardless of yeah. what area of martial arts people are involved in we do have a tendency to you know roll in at midnight and you know <laughs> that sort of thing we're always yeah. training here there and everywhere so Oh, good to hear, mate. Good for you. You know the, the last show again was it was huge, big step up on the previous year, and um, I'm sure you've got more of that planned for the next show as well. it was this
2: time. It was about this time last year we did our first first Kaizan Expo. Yeah, um, I'm sure you remember it well, Chris. You did yeah. it, you, you know yeah. we, we, we were people falling off your seminar. I can remember, <laughs> and um, yeah, so it was something like. So June was like, you know, can we match that again? And like you said, it's a bit, bit, bit better, but bloody hell, this one's going to be a two-day event next July. Um, same venue, same outdoor, kind of with the covers kind of kind of thing. Mm.
0: Um,
2: same sort of set-up, similar set-up to the one in June, but it's going to be over, over two days. And trying to match what we did in June is it's, it's going to be quite, quite difficult. Um, so, you know, at the back of that mate we we uh, I thought about how we can change change things and tweet things and um what we're gonna be doing mate for for July is your, your normal workshops your normal like seminars for your up yep. and coming instructors and instructors what want to showcase um their stuff and we also I think we're gonna have four super seminars per day now these super seminars there's gonna be an additional cost. Um I'm um, to it. Um and they're gonna be like up to two hours and these are gonna oh, be wow. selected oh, wow. selected instructors at the top of their game. Um because I believe this time now it's time to reward those top instructors who are giving up their time. Kaizan's been a great platform for martial arts teachers to get their stuff out there, uh and to showcase their their stuff. And at the back of that, I could see this already from last year. Um a lot of them top instructors have benefit it's benefit them doing these shows. But now I think now's the time to reward them. So there'll be there's gonna be like four super seminars as I like these seminars are gonna be exclusive. They're gonna be closed doors. There's gonna they're gonna be some, you know, really top secret stuff going off in there, hopefully. Cool. Um I've not announced nothing yet. I don't even know who's doing the super seminars yet. But that's what I'll be concentrating on in the next in the next couple of months. So come the new year, we'll be absolutely, you know, pushing them to the max. And um, I should have I should have some names for you.
0: Brilliant! Oh, a little bit of an exclusive there for people, and that's cool. Sounds like a yeah. be a good step forwards. That definitely.
2: You're the third. You're the third person. Fourth person to know about this, and on, well, obviously all your listeners now. Uh, <laughs> Few the other, extra. Being, <laughs> the <laughs> other two being Tony Pillage and Gary Henshaw. Wow. And uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, I, as you know, Tony gives me a lot of advice, and mm. he's he's helped me out um, the last couple of kai's You know, he's, every time I've fallen on my face, he's picked me up again. Yeah. Um, Give me a slap and go. You know, this you should be doing it like this. So yeah.
0: Excellent, excellent. It's
2: good, to, it's good to have people like that in your corner.
0: Yeah, and now something I've always wondered how how do you keep yourself? How do you keep yourself motivated to keep coming back and doing these? Because the the undertaking must be, you yeah, know, physically yeah, be and honest. emotionally and financially, yeah. it must be.
2: I, I, I absolutely wore myself out of the last two. Hence, the reason why I really needed a needed a rest. I made myself quite ill, to be honest. Mm. Um, I was in a really really dark place, man. So. I've, I've, Kept low and sorted myself out. Uh, changed my diet. Went for a run, um, and I can't run. And just sort of had a look. So I, I just took two steps back, mate. And I, I think I absolutely wore myself out, big time, man. Absolutely mm. big time. Financial size, there is on, They're, they're little bit. they very small profit we made. Went to went to friends to help friends out. So yeah, that's brilliant. Two of our friends in the martial arts. So hence the reason you know sponsorship. Uh, it is really, really important, and you know, you know, paying paying top instructors to do to do their seminars. That that's also important. So finding a way to do that, hence the reason um, the, the the super seminars for next year. But I'll, I'll go back of all that, mate. I'm I'm launching Kaizen Business next year. Wow, which is sort of that like same same um, same format format for small to medium sized businesses now hopefully that will make me some money which can um, fund the martial arts got you the martial arts expo because no martial arts expo it's just so uh, me and my mates can get together we everyone can get together mm. um so yeah so yeah that, i mean that, that that's where my career is going uh well that's where i want it to go yeah um yeah. anyway so uh, networking events and and things like that
0: yeah, I mean the, the that's the one of the the biggest plus points obviously aside from all the great instructors and the, the training but one of the yeah. for me one of the big things that I take away from the show every year is that it, it's the atmosphere and it's friends together and and it's yeah. you get to see everybody in in one place at the same time yeah. Yeah. which is yeah. brilliant absolutely it's awesome, brilliant.
2: Isn't it? It's a great great family vibe. Talking of family vibe, I want to make it more family this year. So under 16s you you get in for free and obviously again I, I the um disabled martial artists and disabled people you also getting for free as well there, there's, there's no way i'll be charging um a ticket for anyone who's with a disability um I, I i don't think it's really fair and kids under 16 years old as long as you're part of a martial arts organization um because we don't want we don't want every tom dick and harry coming in oh, yeah. i'm under 16 you know just uh you, you need to really be um some sort of mar- either belong to a martial arts club or anything like that, and some sort of proof. If you can prove that, then you you you're going to get free entry. Ultimately, I'm finding I'm finding a way to do a free event altogether. You know, I'm 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 talking, wow. looking at it. Yeah, but it's, it's it's proven really difficult though, to be honest. Um, but one step at a time. It is really proven a little bit difficult, but. We gotta rely, rely on sponsors, and I, I can't I can't praise my sponsors enough. Thank you very much. You know, without them, without the instructors, and obviously there, there'll be no show. You know, everyone everybody's thanking me, you you got really nothing for me to thank thank me for. I've just come up with the idea, mm-hmm. put it out there, uh, worn myself out. That's all I did. And uh, you guys did the rest, to be honest.
0: <laughs> well, I say what, uh, mate. Credit to you for trying to do things a bit differently because, you know, if yeah. you're, a lot of the shows that come... And they come they come and go, but they tend to all follow yeah. the same mould, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They organise yeah, yeah, yeah. the crowd, you pay to get in, you do your thing, you, know, yeah. you go home. Whereas you're looking... I mean from year to year, you know, you're changing things up, you're trying new things, some things work great, some things not so great, but that's how you find these yep. things out, don't you, you know, you're, you're daring yeah, exactly. to be different, you're daring exactly. to be different, mate, you're daring to be different.
2: Yeah, we, we, we're going to be honouring the great martial artists um, next year by having, uh, well, well I, that's how it all started, I put um, a post on one of the martial arts threads forums, uh, and um, we noticed there was a lot of interest. From the JKD, under Richard Bustello's organization, yeah. and Tony Pillage come up with an idea with said well why don't you guys why don't we have a JKD kind of area and dedicated to JKD?" And I was like, and you know I spoke to Tony, he called me after and I said, "Well, why don't we have a, a Richard Bustello mem- memorial um, seminar area and dedicate that to Carly and JKD? and we can do that on the Saturday." And I was like, well I'm a I'm a am a jujitsu guy I'm a jujitsu guy. Um I've been doing jujitsu most of my life. Um under my my old federation was the Will Jiu Jitsu Federation. Uh, a, a gentleman who ran that um, was a guy called Professor Robert Clark. Now he he passed away in um, two thousand and twelve. Um most of the jiu jitsu in Europe it's down to him basically what we're, mm. we're what we're learning. A lot of it is Robert Clark's Jiu Jitsu and a lot of jiu jitsu um organisations still teach Robert Clark's jiu jitsu. Um and I spoke to uh, I spoke to his wife last night and with, with, with her blessing, I asked for a blessing. I said, look, you know, this is what I want to do. I like to have the Soky Robert Clark Memorial Memorial Area. Great. And I'm hoping there's a lot of really good martial arts teachers out there, especially in Jiu Jitsu which to sort of hide themselves out of the way. Um, I, I I, I can, and on, and on art sacred, I've trained with the best martial arts teachers in the world. Most of them, you wouldn't have heard of, yeah. purely, they're hidden outside the way. They're still teaching in community centres, and they're just hidden. And no one's really approached them. No magazines have approached them and, and, and things like that. But these guys are amazing. And I'm, op- I'm open to bring all of them together and that's what Kaizen's about, really. I'm not really... At, at first, I was like, oh, i love to have, I love to have your Graces, your, your Benny the Jets and your Superfoots and your, Super Futs and your, um, you know, your Ken, Ken Shamrocks and all these great international martial arts teachers. And then I can't help but think, you know what, I don't really need them. I don't really want them, to be honest, because we've got them on our doorstep. Hmm. I strongly believe British martial arts is up there in the world. Mm-hmm. We've got we we have got literally the best in the world here. Um, I've always said rea- on the reality side, because like, part of me, part of my part of my martial arts training is has uh, been reality based, and I I think we've got the best reality based martial arts teachers uh, probably probably in the world, and we've got a mayor on our doorstep. So you yeah, know I've got to think now. Do do we really need does does Kaizen really need these international stars coming over? I don't think so, especially. And our reason being, we've got him on our doorstep.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I can confirm we've got the we got the great Mick Master
0: yep.
2: um, exclusive to Kaizen next year. That's
0: gonna be great. First time at
2: Kaizen. We got the Iron Man of Bolton, uh, Mr. Trevor Roberts. Yeah. Um, he, he was supposed to be here last year, last October, unfortunately he went he went to um, he he went away and couldn't do it. Um, Rosie Sexton. Yeah. Um, As being confirmed, I know she's a. Uh, which Gary Gary Enshaws has organised that for me. Um, I know she's a pioneer of of, of MMA and um, mm-hmm. XUSC. So you know we're looking we're looking at guys at all different angles. Um, who else is there? A guy called Chris Jones from what North. I know Bag, and We've bought we've the roof for him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I love it! That's brilliant.
2: And you know we've got the Kaizen on our Kaizen on favourites and. Uh, That's all I'm going to say about that on the lineup. Keep keep
0: and people need to keep keep a lookout, keep an ear out, listen for it, and then watch for it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Good. I've not really, I've not really, I've only posted what on the Kaizen Martial Art Expo uh, Expo page. Um, and and reason being, I've kept quite low this part of the, you know, coming up to like the new year because there's some amazing, amazing events coming up, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to take anyone's thunder. Or I didn't want to, you know, put my Kaizen out there. When I and I, I think at seminars like, you know, Tony's last seminar in Coventry, yeah, that needs yeah. that needs a lot of exposure. Um, and you know, the Cornerstone seminar. There's this there's, there's, there's lots of really good seminars. And I thought, do you know what, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna push this too much. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a, a lot of work in the background, and um, launch it properly, probably probably in the new year. What I'm very good at is social media marketing. So uh, I'm, I'm confident I can get it out of there again in um, in the new year as well. And, you know, 2019 is looking absolutely awesome again for British martial arts with some cracking events popping up. And it's just making our industry and British martial arts where it should be. And that's at the top of the tree, in my mm. opinion.
0: It is no, I absolutely, absolutely agree, and um, I've kind of fallen on my feet with this podcast at this time, really, because it's yep. <laughs> I'm kind of riding the crest of that positive wave that's going on at the minute within the industry. Yeah, 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 um, and
2: it's really nice. It's, it's really nice to be involved in it as well. Yeah, really nice. it, no drama. No, no drama, no crap. Just get get your stuff out there and do it, man.
0: That's it. That's cause that there's room for everybody. This is something that I've said before in previous yeah. things. There's room for everybody, and there's, there's Yeah, there's, yeah. It, we might only be a small country, but you know, there's, there's still enough space and enough distance between everybody for us all to do our own thing. And for those that do want to travel and do all the events, they can. You know, there's there's, there's yeah. no problem with that. Um, yeah, the only only problem seems to occur when you know a few a few people bang heads, and you know, you know, we know what it's like. We know what it's like. But now
2: people people have banged my head. Yeah. People try to come by my head. Yeah. The problem is, man, I've, I've got a hard head. <laughs> Don't we now. know it? <laughs> and now it, goes, now it just goes over my head. It so yeah. I had to go over my head and just, you know. Yeah. This this shouldn't be competition. Then the day, you know, my my show's different. to everybody else's. absolutely different format, different platform. Um, there's some, there's great shows in this country. You know, for for this generation of martial artists you're bloody lucky
0: mm-hmm.
2: what a great time to be being be British martial arts at the moment what a great time now you know up and coming
0: absolutely well Lucia as always it's a huge pleasure um, to have you on the show and have a quick catch up and uh, chat that 20 minutes has flown by as it always does <laughs> thank you um, thank just you before I, I let you go on, sir where's the best place yeah. for people to find out about the show next year and to get in touch maybe with you and
2: yeah um, if you Please like and share the KaiZen. That's K A I Z E N. It's not Kaizen, It's KaiZen. It means um for for better in Japanese. Yeah, okay. a lot a lot of people pronounce it wrong. It's quite quite funny. But I'll just let let them do it. I'll <laughs> leave them do it. It's KaiZen K A I Z E N martial arts expo. Okay. Um, and you can speak to myself or Gary Henshaw. Gary Henshaw has been uh, he helped out last year and he's strongly involved um once again in it for next year as well. So you can have speak to any of us on our Facebook pages. But yeah, it's all up, on the Kaisan Martial Art Expo page. Um so yeah.
0: Go check it out, folks. Good stuff. Alright, well again thanks for your time. Thank you. And I'm sure we will Welcome. catch up a little bit closer to the time again and when you've got a little bit more you can share. But I just wanna just want it. I thought it'd be nice to have you on for episode this is our episode twenty today. This is this is the two I like zero quick Hasn't it? hasn't it I just. really enjoy
2: your shows I've not missed one I really do enjoy them uh, oh wow well,
0: that's, well, that's really cool just to keep hear. doing
2: keep doing what you're doing man I, I really I really do enjoy them man. Really,
0: oh, really well thank you very yeah. much thank you very much thank you alright well, well we'll catch up again soon have, have a good rest of your day and um, yeah keep doing what you're doing thank you sir cheers See you later. bye now bye bye enjoy our podcast Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Kickback with Chris on iTunes today. So thanks again to Lucci for his time today on the phone. Um, it's always good to catch up and to hear about all the exciting things they've got going on for the show. Um, as I mentioned in the call, you know it's really cool to hear that they you know he's, he's daring to try things a little bit different, and that that's not it's not in any way a get at any of the other shows because obviously um they have their own um, proven formula that they use that works well for them in their shows, but it's it is it's cool to to see on here that Lucci's you know going to try a few things out um again I mean, that's the only way to really improve it isn't it it's to just to give give these new ideas a go um and you know hopefully i'll be able to be there and be involved with the show and uh, anybody out there that's trained with me at my previous workshops or is interested you know um keep an eye out on the on the facebook group for kaizen and um yeah hopefully we'll we'll have some sort of announcement soon and be able to get you some information on how you can get stuff booked in so um as I mentioned earlier on, this is episode twenty, which is you know it is flown by so. I know I say that quite often, but it, it I don't know whether it's just as I'm getting older or because of all the different things I'm involved with at the same time as a podcast. But it just seems to have zipped by so far. But one one thing that I did uh, do on Facebook not long ago was I just asked people to. Um, give me some feedback on the show and um, and how it's how it's helped them and, uh, and, and what they think, basically. And what I wanted to do is just to pick out a few of those comments that people posted to share with you. Now, I am going to mention names. Um, so sorry to anybody out there that didn't want me to do that, but you did put it on Facebook, so it's kind of like the world knows anyway. So <laughs> not so bad there. So um, I'm going to start off with one. This is a bit of a... This is a cool one, actually. This was one that um, Mr. David Jenkins of the um, uh, BKC actually posted And he mentioned that it. um, I'll I'll quote it word for word. Um, It helps showcase the passion and experience of one of your interviewees, proving them to be an ideal candidate for a position on one of our committees. How cool is that? You know, that's exactly the kind of thing that I was looking to do with with the show was to sort of, you know, increase the reach of the networking that's going on, you know, as well as having a passion for martial arts myself and just wanting to talk in general. But also, you know... Providing a platform for people to network and connect, and, and you know, that is a case with that exactly. And I, I think I know who it is that he's talking about. I'm not going to say just in case, um, but I, you know, just, just in case. Um, then the next one I want to mention is uh, Mr. Phil Gillen, who actually runs a podcast himself. Um, and he said, uh, actually, first, you this is quite nice. Firstly, you were born to podcast, uh, it's a great tone you have, and I think you come across really well. Probably from years of teaching, yeah, that is that is actually probably quite true. That's me paraphrasing there, by the way. Um, I also enjoy just having a gateway into the martial arts community that you provide. I know I might be all about the film side of martial arts. This is him, by the way. Um, but I do actually study, and I did study in my youth. Um, so, yes, keep that interest going. So, thank you very much. So, yeah, that's really cool. Thank you. Uh, Mr. John McNally says, um, a great way of expressing oneself and to help, if possible, many others. The podcast you do is very well done, well thought out, and well presented. I'm getting a bit of a big head reading these, aren't I, to be fair? i better not go too far with these. Um, We've just had him on the show, Mr. Lucci uh, Delgado. I always probably say his name wrong, but I'm pretty pretty, pretty, pretty much used to that now. Um, you're spreading a positive vibe within the British martial arts. This will go to show that the British martial arts industry is one of, if not the best in the world. Can't say better than that, really. Um, and then Stuart Usher said that he concurs with Lucci. Um, Mr. Mark Brown, who's commented on loads of stuff on our Facebook posts, it says, "Great mate, keep doing what you're doing, bringing the community together." You know, if, that, if I'm helping with that a little bit, then I, you know, I can't really be much happier than that. That's awesome. Uh, I'm just going to go through these now. So, Mr. Stephen Bannon has commented to say, um, "I've also always, sorry, I have always found the podcast to be informative without being preachy or overly opinionated." He might have changed his mind after this episode. We'll see. <laughs> the content has opened my eyes to a much wider world of the martial arts, leading me to go on and find out more on my own. A great show, well thought out, presented and put together. Keep it going. Well, thank you, Stephen. And that's great to hear that it's actually encouraged you to go out and learn more and find out more about martial arts. Um, you know, that's that that's brilliant. Really, really, really cool to hear. And um, keeping that mind open. Uh, Mr. Neil Kirkland reached out to say it was great. It was great to give us some exposure, and it's informative with different aspects of the martial arts putting their points of view across. Okay, that's cool to know, and obviously I am. It was more than a pleasure to to help you out with the, with the exposure that we gave you for our group, sir, and uh, which we have actually mentioned in the news section earlier on. Um, Jamie Club says, I was honoured to be a guest, well presented, and in an honest approach. Great show. Well, thank you, Jamie, coming from yourself, who also run podcasts. That's uh, really, really, really good to hear. Um, now, I've made the mistake of this next one, of not actually clicking to make it bigger but Mags who's been on before I'll read the opening section he says um, love the podcast and the guest interviews always enlightening and often a learning experience and often when is it not no I'm joking (laughs) Um, I'll read the next bit that I can see because obviously it's a a bigger post and I forgot to expand it before I took the screen grab it's an opportunity to gain an insight into the perspective of martial arts and other martial artists and ask questions in a non-judgmental way which I feel is so important yep absolutely 100% Hundred percent concur with you on that one. And um, let me see on here. Uh, I know that he actually went on to mention um, Gordon Bircham, Lee Childs, uh, Nathan Salmon, and Eric Cobus as well in that post because I tagged him directly under it. So I know that that's one of the things he mentioned. So obviously, I think it was something to do with his son. Um, you know, finding out more about those people and thanking us for 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 sharing the information. Um, Nathan, who I just mentioned, has said, um, "I think the the he's, he's called it my podcast under my name, but yeah, we'll call it Kickback with Chris. It's not just just not just about me. Obviously, we've got our Matt Chat involved as well, Mister Matt Chapman, now as well. So it's more than just me. Um, I think the podcast is a great way to hear about what's happening in the UK martial arts world. Chris has done a great job on being factual and professional in his opinions. <laughs> Again, he might not. Well, we'll see <laughs> after today. Um, I recommend any." Anyone wanting to advertise my phone just shut off one second anybody wanting to advertise their martial arts related services to get on the podcast we have a good number of referrals. Oh, yeah. that's So that's a good thing you're saying we had a good number of referrals from the episode we did together. Yeah, so Nathan actually very kindly jumped in at the last minute when I had a guest cancellation. We had a chat about um, UTX and about Tricking and about all the things he's involved with. And what I do do remember him saying at the time was, you know, after we posted about um, his school and the classes that he offers, he had quite a lot of interest from other listeners and, and, uh, and some of the guests, actually, that got involved and contacted him directly. Obviously, I mentioned at the start... Um, somebody might have been in touch with somebody else about uh, positions within their within their council, um, and you know, in this same situation, somebody or multiple people got in touch with Nathan, and you know, and now training with him in his school, which is just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, I'm just going to go back again because I've just shut that down again accidentally. Um, Master Terry Johnson, and um, we are very lucky to have people like Chris Jones. I don't think lots of people will agree with you on that one. To be fair. <laughs> no we are very lucky to have people like chris jones kickback podcast for ongoing information about the martial arts world fantastic show well thank you sir um i don't think many people will agree with you on that first sentence but there we go uh, mr lee charles says i was completely honored to feature on the show i've been listening since the start and chris himself is a very knowledgeable martial artist with an incredible amount of experience and skills well thank you sir um wow Very kind of you to say. Um, I personally felt humbled to be on the show and the interview got some great feedback. Good to hear, that's what we like. Um, I would recommend all martial artists and non-martial artists get involved and give it a listen. Brilliant. Um, if, any, if there's any non-martial artists out there that are listening to the show, you have stuck with this really well, and I applaud you for sticking with it for this long. Um, and finally, Mr. Nick Thomas. Oh, I wish I would keep my phone. I'm going to have to change my phone settings so it doesn't turn off so quick. Mr. Nick Thomas says, The podcast has been a great insight into the varied world of martial arts. Having only recently returned to training after a very long break, it's an extremely useful source of information and has guided me on my way to understanding martial arts with a much wider view. Plus I would add it's very entertaining and something that I look forward to, ready for each episode in advance my knowledge and enjoyment further. Well, you know what? That is so super kind of you to say and really cool to hear that, you know, I you know, that the show um you know, both myself and and Matt meet more recently, you know, we've been able to influence your training and help you on your way. So, thank you very much for your input on that one, sir. Um so I think we need to bring it to a close, really. Um, what I will say on, on this is, you know, episode 20. Again, I know I say it every week, but I genuinely do mean this. Thank you all for your help. It is, is it's, it's a huge, huge help. Um, and I know I've been mentioning this a lot, but, you know, on with this being the advent of our 20th episode again uh, if you are uh, listening to this um, via iTunes and you've obviously I would assume you've already subscribed if not please do go subscribe Um, but also if you could leave a star rating and a review it helps so much if you could uh, this has been probably one of them Uh, along with getting people to um, sending questions and content which has been tricky but it's martial arts I know I know what people are like it's cool I get it which is why I've stuck with it for 20 episodes Um, but Alongside getting people to send stuff in, getting people to put ratings and reviews, I get loads of messages from people saying how much they like the show, like all those cool messages there which I'm super, super grateful for, don't get me wrong, absolutely I am. But what really, really helps us more than anything else at the minute is a star rating and a review on iTunes because it helps to push the show out to a wider audience. And obviously, the more people we have listening, the more opportunities we have, the more chances we have to increase our listenership, which in turn will help the podcast. As if look, if we're looking at this as a, a as a, 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 a on a broader spectrum, as on, on a longer term scale, you know, basis and and upscaling costs are going to start incurring and I need to find a way to cover those. And obviously, advertising will help with that. Uh, but we need to have the listenership to be able to do that. So if you can spare 30 seconds, go on iTunes. You know, two, two minutes if you don't have iTunes, you go and install it first and uninstall it afterwards. But, you know, joking aside, go and give us a star rating and review. It will help us massively. Now, just to close on a um, similar subject, uh, one thing that I am looking for, obviously a very... We're very, very kind. Uh, very sorry, he was very kind to agree to be involved. Mr. Matt Chapman's come on board most recently. But what I'm also looking for, anybody out there that would be interested in getting involved with helping us with our social media presence. Um, quite simply, all it would need really is somebody to be able to go on on a regular basis and and, and share the links, get conversations going within the Facebook group. Um, obviously, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, all those the normal social media platforms. Um, now at the minute this is again as, as I mentioned we're not in a position to be able to, to to pay somebody for this position but if you do have a keen interest or you're looking if this is something that you wanted to get into more in the future obviously working in social media and you would like or you're just nice and you want to help out a little bit um, then please do get in touch. Obviously as the show grows we intend or I intend to you know, pay back all these people that help out along the way in some way one way or another um, so get in touch, you know, if you're willing to help get in touch and we will see what we can work out uh, and hopefully help increase our listenership through an increased social media presence. I do the best that I can, but as I mentioned earlier in the interview with with Lucci, you know, I'm spinning lots of plates at the minute, trying to do the online course, trying to keep my my, my full-time school going, um, focusing on my return to film work, and then obviously family and stuff like that as well. you know. So if you're keen, get in touch and we'll um, we'll have a chat and see what we can do. Um, Failing that, have a great weekend. Um, I'm hoping, I'm Hoping to be able to get another show out next week rather than a two-week gap because we've got half term got a little bit more time to spend on things so keep a listen out keep a watch out and keep keep that interaction going on the facebook group that is so so cool to see even if people were having a little bit of an argument but that's all good that's all good we're still friends um that's not, not with me they went arguing i might add it was other people but anyway it's all good to see um and i will catch up with you all next episode